houses. Tiny houses. That's what we're talking about on the Lisa Dent Show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for listening. I've got a cold. And yes, I cleared my throat before I turned the mic on, but sometimes it just pops up. Now, you're not one of the 42%, are you? I'm not lying. I did take a test. I do not have COVID. Okay. It's just a cold. I believe you, Lisa. And everybody has one these days, it seems like. You know, you, it, we wore masks and now we're exposed to everything and uh, speaking about that covid survey someone sent a text and said i have one sibling who is a nurse and only got the first half of the first shot and nothing more as a nurse telling people that they've been vaccinated the other sibling borrows their oldest child's vaccination card to get into events that require showing proof of vaccination they haven't had any vaccinations i think a lot of people did that and i'm not sure they took that into consideration on the study and they went on to say our military goes on special missions that require being protected with weeks of vaccinations from myriad of things before being deployed in missions out of the country we can't even make our country a safe place for each other well that's they're trying to understand why people think the way they do and how they might craft a new message for the next pandemic because it is coming brian crone has a foundation called chicago tiny house it's a non-profit organization it's important to you brian why is it important to have tiny houses in chicago because it's going to help alleviate the cost of housing in chicago throughout i mean it's just a one idea for affordable housing and affordable living and i know mary manuel said he might look into it i saw in an article you said that was a bunch of bs but the current mayor seems open to it and might earmark some pandemic recovery funds to make this a reality how close are we to having tiny houses in chicago well you know from the announcement that they made with her budget said that she's allotting over three million dollars for the tiny house project here in chicago you know your phone keeps brian your phone keeps breaking up or going in and out how much did they allot uh three million dollars to the budget and Uh, and that's going to be during the first quarter she said and and that is just astronomical that has never been announced before so i'm really ecstatic about this and it's on city-owned land. Where? Where will these be placed? Uh, it all depends. Uh, I was trying to go through the dollar lot program through the Department of Planning and Development here in Chicago. And uh, they have, you know, thousands and thousands of lots available that uh, that can be built on. But, you know, there's Chicago politics goes way back and red tape goes way back. And if if you're not a huge developer, you're really not going to get these lots. Brian Crone is the president and founder of Chicago Tiny House. When we say tiny, how tiny are they? Uh, Well, we're trying to come in with the uh, I I don't want to let the ball out of the bag right now because there's some trade secrets in it. But uh, our first development was going to be about 320 square feet, but they turned that down completely. So basically the size of a a decent sized hotel room in the city or a studio or a studio, Mm -hmm. you know, and what will they cost? Uh, we're, we're, our goal is not to exceed 25 grand per house. And I noticed in some of the literature that you were talking about people buying them and renting them out. Correct. Uh, what we, what we do, we are a nonprofit organization. So we have to create revenue to generate revenue. 
So if we're going to have both fields here. We're going to have a public sector program as well as a homeless sector program. And the public sector will allow us to build hundreds and hundreds of tiny houses just by personal financing. And is there enough land for that, or is it more advantageous to build up on what seems There's to be? There's land everywhere. I can make this happen anywhere. Where? Where is the land? It doesn't seem like there's land in Lincoln Park or... Oh, right, with the exception of, like, Uptown, Northside, because all these huge developers compete, and there's no way a nonprofit could compete in that sector. But what we're trying to do is try to make four boundaries, the north, south, east, and west. This way, everybody can pro- not profit, uh, uh, be, be helped by this program. So you imagine people maybe going to school, students, people who are without a home having an opportunity to have a tiny house, those who just want to live a less cluttered life. Is it a variety of clientele you see moving in, buying or renting these houses? Correct. I mean, it, I mean, people, I've been contacted by millionaires. I've been contacted by people off the street. I mean, these houses can help just anybody. My fear, and, though, is that people will buy them for $25,000 and turn around and try and rent them for 900 a month. Oh, I'm sure. There's, oh, anywhere you, any, any avenue that you get into, there's going to be somebody to try to neglect the process. And okay. how are you going to manage that? Because I'm personally going to be managing my properties. I can't talk about what anybody else is going to do with their properties. But I can t- I can guarantee that my properties will be managed thoroughly and properly, so that they are successful. Where can people find out more info? What's your website? ChicagoTinyHouse.org. dot uh, org. Again, we are a nonprofit, so we are looking for personal donations. Uh, this is how we work, and this is how we manage. So please help us. Thank you for joining us. Howard Tolman's going to join us next. He has an article on Inc.com today. I consider Howard to be a visionary, and he said we should expect a new wave of nostalgia. That's where we're headed. That's next. First, a check on weather and traffic with Mary Vandeveld.